also the word Utvayach itself is Gematria Chafei 25. And the words Utvayach Tevach together are Gematria 44, which is the complete number of candles that we light over the course of Hanukkah, including the Shamashim. There's also a similar remez in the related Pasuk, Shuvu Shivru Lanu Ma'at Eichel. The words Shivru Lanu, which the word Shivru literally means break or split. So if you split the word Lanu, the word Lanu is Gematria 86, which divided by 2 is 43. And you add to it Ma'at Eichel, the smallest letter of Eichel, which is Aleph 1, 43 plus 1 is 44, which is the full number of candles that we light on Hanukkah, as mentioned. In the Kutte Levi Yitzchak, it says that there's a lot of tumult in this parsha about money, money being given a lot. And that's a hint to the minig, the custom of Dmei Hanukkah, of Hanukkah Gelt. The Teretmima notes that while at the end of every parsha it always tells us the amount of psukim that are in that week's parsha, in Parshas Miketz, it tells us also the number of words in the parsha. It says, tells us Parshas Miketz, Vateves, the letters in, par- in the words in Parshas Miketz are Alpayim Chafei, 2025. And he explains that the reason for this is also to hint the yomtiv of Chanukah, that on each night of Chanukah, we add one candle. Candle, ner, is gematria 250. Eight times ner is 2000. And 25 is the date on which Chanukah starts, Chanu Chafei, the 25th day of Kislev. The Beis Yisrael says that it's brought down in Svarim, that the Shvatim davened for the Yidden to be saved in the days of the Milchemes HaChashmeinayim when they were fighting against the Greeks. And this is hinted also in the Pasuk, because in the Pasuk it says that the brothers of Yosef spoke to him, Pesach Habayis, by the doorway to the house, which is a hint to the Ner specifically, which is placed Al Pesach Beisai Mibachutz. And this is also hinted in the Pasuk, that the Pasuk says, that Yosef told the brothers, Your Eibishter and the Eibishter of your fathers gave for you a concealed gift. This concealed gift is a hint to the concealed Pach Hashemen that they found B'matmin, that they found um, uh, hidden in the Beis HaMikdash. It is, in fact, the energy of Yosef that gives us the power to survive Gullus in general and is especially related to the theme of Hanukkah, the concept of light piercing through the darkest places. It says in the Gemara and Psachim, Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Shmuel, that Yosef gathered all the silver and gold in the world and brought it to Mitzrayim, as it's written, and Yosef gathered all the money that was found. Rabbi Chama Bar says that Yosef concealed three tre- treasures in Mitzrayim, 
and it says that the final one is hidden away for the time to come. And the Mittler Rebbe explains this in Teiras Chaim by way of analogy. If a person wishes to travel on a distant trip that would extend many years over land and sea, certainly that person must prepare provisions according to the expected duration of his trip. Now, a person's primary sustenance that can be prepared is bread and clothing, but other necessities like meat, fish, wine and oil and such things cannot be prepared for a long journey, nor can they be transported for the expense of the transport will be greater than the benefit of having them. And even clothing and bread cannot be prepared for the entire journey. Bread can be brought for perhaps a month. Clothing will wear out after a year or so. Therefore, the main provision that a person must pack is a money belt with as much money as he can afford and well hidden so that he should be able to purchase on the road everything that he needs when the bread will be used up and the clothing will be worn. This analog is our journey through our own exile, our galus, and especially this final galus, which is a trip that has already continued for so long. Our sustenance through this trip is Torah and mitzvahs. This nourishes our souls through the exertion of, through the exertion of the travel, as it's known that Torah is compared to food and mitzvahs to clothing. But food supplies become depleted and clothing is worn out. Something extra is necessary to ensure that we can maintain and renew our commitment to Torah and mitzvahs throughout this very difficult journey. This is provided for us by Yosef. Yosef sustains the Jewish people in a famine when their supplies are exhausted. While in Mitzrayim, Yosef prepared and concealed money packets to be used throughout the Galus. When we need to purchase new supplies and refresh our connection to Torah and Mitzvahs, we rely on Yosef because Yosef is someone who went into Mitzrayim, Erva Sa'aretz, the darkest, greatest Toma impurity that was in the world at the time. And he achieved, through emphasizing the essential godliness that can be found even in the lowest depths, that there shouldn't be any separation, any difference, even in such a place. This is what Yaakov Avinu was told when he was given the secret that Yosef is alive in Mitzrayim. He was told, Oid Yosef Chai, Yosef is still alive. Which Yosef? The same Yosef that he knew, the innocent, pure Yosef that was sitting by his feet and studying Torah is the same Yosef that's alive in the terrible impurity of Mitzrayim. V'chihu Meishel al kol Eretz Mitzrayim. He is the ruler over Mitzrayim. He did not allow Mitzrayim to control him. He did not allow its darkness to overcome him. He controlled it. He brought the light of godliness even there. And this is why the entire Sefer Beratius ends on an an apparently negative note. 
It says that Yosef died at the age of 110 years. And Vayisem Ba'urim B'Mitzrayim, he was placed in an urn inside of Mitzrayim. And this is the Chazak, Vachazak V'Neschazek, the end of Sefer Bereshis. This Pasuk is teaching us that the spirit of Yosef was preserved for all generations and was placed within Mitzrayim, inside of the exile, to give the Jewish people the energy to endure the exile and accomplish that which is necessary to bring about the promise of Yosef that Hashem will, will surely remember you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he promised Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov. And this it says in the Shach al Hatera that the reason why Yosef was buried in Mitzrayim is because Hashem said to him, you need to protect them and draw down kindness for them for as long as they're in Galus and to travel with them and give them sustenance in the desert. Deep within the heart of every single Yid, there is implanted a special love of Hashem that's not affected by its surroundings nor swayed by its circumstances. This is the Pacha Shemen. This is the packet that Yosef prepared for us that rises up and is revealed in times of need. It is the interpretation of our exile dream that Yosef, from his lofty stance, is able to render. An interpretation that resolves all the contradictions to our Avedas Hashem, our divine service, the contradictions of physicality, suffering, and confusion. It is an interpretation that we tap into when we're run down or when we get caught up in the race of life. It raises us above all the contradictions and reminds us a place where all is one. And for this kindness, the Jewish people are called the children of Yosef, as the Pasuk says, Go'alta Bizraya Amecha B'nei Yaakov V'yesef Salah, for it is he that nourishes them through the famine of Galus. But the full revelation of this, the comprehension of the deepest level that is inside of our heart, inside of our neshama, the Pintaliyid, and the secrets of Terah, Yesef hid away in a final packet that will be revealed only when Mashiach comes. And in conclusion, we will take a look at a Bnei Yisachar in Mamari Chedesh Kisle where he explains that the idea of Ves Yehuda Shalach Lefanav Geishna, Yehuda was sent to Geishan before Yaakov, was so that before the Galus, begins in Mitzrayim, when Yaakov is coming down together with his family there, there should already be the Kayach of the redemption through the unity between Yosef and Yehuda, the Seid Shnei Meshichim, the Seid of the two Mashiachs, Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. And therefore, Geishna is the Gematria of Mashiach. And then in a note on this, the Bnei Yisachar writes 
that with this we can understand the minagavesenutayrahi on Hanukkah that children play with a squared piece of wood and on its four sides are scratched out the letters Gimel, Shin, Nun, and Hey, each letter on a different side. Now this custom used to be specifically with a wooden dreidel, as it is said in the Nevoah of Yechesko, take one branch and write on it Yehuda, and another branch and write on it Yosef, and bring them together, and they shall become one piece of wood. Afrelech and Chanukah.